Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For obvious reasons, we keep this place as gloomy as possible. Welcome to Mind Poppers Podcast. We are as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies. Once you get used to these grim surroundings, you'll never leave. Nobody ever does. We continue now with tonight's case, Conspiracy. Now, right now, listen. Welcome back to the Mind Poppers podcast as always. Um, the whole Britney Spears thing, I don't have anything to say about it um, other than recent developments since coming out of the documentary is that whatever's happening in court, she was successfully able to get her father off as the sole uh, controller of the conservatorship. So now she's brought in her own team. And I guess the idea behind this is that eventually they'll be able to push or push Father Jamie out the door. Um, also, there, there's rumours, the streets are saying that potentially Britney could be coming out with her own documentary now, trying to like take control of the narrative or whatever. I don't know. I'm really not that interested in the whole Britney situation anymore until we get some next big development. Um, not a whole lot has changed since we last talked, you know. Time is but an illusion, especially now. Um, I've shaved my head. Yeah, let's let's not get into it. Um, but when I talk about okay, <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys are watching this Cecil's Hotel thing on Netflix. It's very creepy, isn't it? As far as I and as far as I know, you can still stay there in this hotel. So it's based in downtown LA, right? It's this creepy old hotel. It was actually interestingly enough based it was the hotel that was based on um if you saw if you watch american horror story american horror story season five hotel was actually that hotel that was based on it this hotel basically was very um it was very cheap so you had a lot of people kind of tenants living there long term what i mean look you can watch the documentary it's on netflix um but let's just say it brought a lot of questionable characters to the hotel and there was a lot of crime and a lot of death happening in this hotel it's actually quite interesting and I guess the hotel, what is most known for now, this hotel based in downtown LA, it was the last place um, for this girl, um, Eliza, I think, Eliza Lam, was seen before she disappeared. Now, this is what this whole documentary is about, um, this Eliza Lam girl, and she goes missing. Um, so, and I'm not going to get really too much into it, you can watch the documentary, but the actual last sighting of this girl, right, is the CCTV footage inside the elevator of the hotel have you guys seen the footage it is when i when I, i'm not exaggerating oh my god some of the creepiest shit i have ever seen and i don't spook easily i don't but that elevator tape had me spooking honestly and i don't want to go into too much detail because you can check out the documentary like i said for yourselves on netflix but basically the footage shows this girl who went missing, pressing random buttons on the elevator, walking in and out of the elevator. Her hands seem kind of 
frantic. She goes back in and like stands in one corner of the elevator and sorry, there's a oh my god, there's a fucking fly on the mic. Um, yeah, she's standing like in each corner of the elevator and goes back out. And it's like she's talking to herself or possibly someone like out of frame. We don't know. But go and check the footage out. I'm telling you, it is creepy as fuck. I, I don't get easy, easily spooked. But there was something about this that mm, it, it didn't it did not sit right with me. And this CCTV footage of this girl in the Cecil Hotel is the last place that she was seen alive. Um, and let me just check out the documentary. But you know what? It actually reminded me um, of something I read about a couple of years ago. Um, And I don't know what it was, but something about the footage, it just didn't seem right. Like I said, you know, it was very much a feeling of dread and it triggered a memory for me. So I text friend of the pod, Jenny, and I said, do you think Eliza Lam was playing the elevator game? Pause for dramatic effect. What is the elevator game? Well, people aren't exactly sure of its origins, okay? But we can trace it back. It's either most likely Korean or Japanese, if you please. Um, Basically, it's a game that if carried out successfully, would bring you to a world or I guess plane of existence that is not our own. And they call it the other world. Pause for dramatic effect. However, okay, and here's the gig. To play the game correctly, you needed to follow the steps of the game precisely, okay? Failure to do so could result in never being able to come home, or at least home as you know it, okay? Now, I'm going to explain the premises of the, of the game, okay? You may have heard of it before. It is creepy as fuck. Um, but I'm going to tell you about it right now. So the gig is, you know, you need a building with 10 floors and an elevator. Um, And you can only play this game by yourself. Now, this is what I had said to Jenny. I was like, Jenny, what happens if the girl played this game? You know, this game from from the folklore, you know. Um, And Jenny was like feeling the same thing. The whole premise of this game, okay, is that you're pressing, you go to the elevator and you're pressing the buttons in a certain order. So you're visiting the floors in a certain order. And that if you do this order correctly, the floor that you get off at at the end of playing the game is going to be this other world. Um, this is something that's been around for a very, very long time. Um, but it's hard to get details about it. A lot of people are very afraid of it. Um, and I was saying to Jenny, um, because Jenny was talking to Evan, I think they were watching it together, and Evan was like, oh, was, the girl was probably on drugs, Do you know, because like I said, it was a, you know, there's very questionable characters there, big, big, uh, like, open trade drug market down in downtown LA, um, so it could have been just a young, impressionable girl, like, trying, like, fucking PCP or cracked out of her head for the first time, also, but, like, me and Jenny were like, no, mm-mm, there is something more sinister going on here. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, me and Jenny would never be able, like, to to work in, like, law enforcement or, like, the criminal minds type gig, you know, because there could be, like, a dead hooker on the floor in front of us with a fucking, like, bullet hole in her head and the ex-boyfriend with the gun, you know, standing in the other room signing confession. And I could still turn to Jenny and be like, you know, I just can't help but feeling there's something paranormal going on here. <laughs> Because, you know, that's where the theatre lies. But anyway, like I said, 
here are the instructions. You can begin the game at any time. Enter your chosen building and proceed directly to the elevator. Call the elevator. Use only the up button to do so. If a down button is present, do not touch it. When the doors open, enter the elevator. You must enter it on the first floor and you must enter it alone. Do not proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. Press the button for the fourth floor. When the elevator reaches the fourth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the sixth floor. When you reach the sixth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the 10th floor. When you reach the 10th floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the 5th floor. When you reach the 5th floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. Do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the first floor. At this point, one of two things will occur. The elevator will begin descending to the first floor or it will begin ascending to the 10th floor. If the elevator descends, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. Exit the building and don't look back. You may try again another time. If the elevator ascends, the ritual has succeeded. You may proceed. Note, though, that if you are having any second thoughts about what you're about to do, if you find that you are losing your nerve, now is your last chance to back out. To cancel the ascension and terminate the ritual at this point, press the button for any floor in the building besides the first or tenth floor. You must cancel the ascension before the elevator passes the ninth floor in order to terminate the ritual. When you reach the 10th floor, you may choose either to exit the elevator or to remain aboard. If you choose to exit, and if the woman entered the elevator on the 5th floor, she may take this opportunity to ask you where you are going. Do not answer her. Do not look at her. Exit the elevator without comment. Now look around, but do not lose sight of the elevator in which you arrived. You will, it's said, find yourself in another world. And although you may see things and notice many details, you will know you have arrived in this other world. You will know for certain, by one indication, and indication only, the only person present in it is you. Reports concerning both the nature and appearance of the other world vary. Some state, for example, that should you choose to exit the elevator at the 10th floor, you will see a world that looks almost identical to your own, save for two details. All the lights on the floor will be off, and if you look out the windows, the only thing you'll see is a red cross in the distance. Others report, however, do not specify that this will necessarily be the case. In some additional cases, phones, cameras, recording devices, etc., may not work you know what you know what because this is what i this the game those are the instructions if you completed those you're you're in this other world 
And you know what creeps me the fuck out? Is that woman. That woman who may or may not enter on the fifth floor. And you can't look at her. You can't talk to her. That freaks me the fuck out. I I wouldn't be able to help myself from sneaking a peep. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. Because um, I'm going to talk about a story in a second. Someone who tried the elevator game and what happened for them. Or at least their account of it. And I'll tell you. It will be... Per- it will make sure that you will not want to look at that fucking woman. I wouldn't be able to help myself. I... I I, yeah, and you know what the thing is imagine if you're trying out this elevator game okay by yourself you're just trying it and like by chance a woman has uh, you know it just happens to be entering on the fifth floor while you're trying this game well no I would fucking freak out I would punch that bitch in the throat and I'd I'd be like mission impossible out the roof of that elevator climbing on the fucking cables if the woman on the fifth floor comes in I would have no choice but to punch her in her fucking throat you know that would be the last port of call you would just say I'd have to what else could you do um now again it says do not look at her do not talk to her and that's what I was saying to Jenny I was like what happens if this if if this this girl who went missing Eliza Lamb, if she was playing the elevator game in this in the Cecil Hotel, and she you know something bad happened to her along the way, I'm going to read out this account to you of someone who's tried the elevator game, um, and I'll let you make up your own judgment on it, but it was pretty fucking spooky. I'll tell you that much, and you know what? I don't know exactly what the purpose of this you know there's not a whole lot of information about it about this other world you know very ominous it's meant to be a world that looks very similar to our own but but has some differences um i don't really know you know what are the advantages of going to this world i guess but i don't know a lot of people are into it i mean look i can understand the appeal the the mystery the theater behind it all again that woman on the fifth floor does kind of freak me out um but wait till you hear this account i swear oh my god actually before i go on to that other account i don't know if 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 people were on instagram the other night but i was talking on my stories about how i was working in the hotels um in housekeeping and that polish lady tried to molest me in the elevator my god what happens if i was playing the fucking elevator game and didn't even fucking know (gasps) oh my god what happens if you look at the lady and oh my god maybe that's what happened to me Maybe if I didn't look at that girl, then she wouldn't have touched me. But like I said on Instagram, she was like playing with my buttons and stuff. She's like, oh, hello, pretty boy. Hello, pretty boy. Are you going to fuck me? Um, Oh, my God. Maybe I am a survivor of the elevator game. Right. So I'm going to give you one player's account of playing the elevator game. And it's kind of spooky. It's kind of fucked up. It. Oh, my God. I hope. The microphone didn't pick up me farting. <laughs> uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, here we go. He, he starts off online. He, he, this is his disclaimer. He said, This is a really fucked up experience that I recently had, which completely vanquished my skepticism regarding the paranormal. So I came to know about this weird urban legend known as the elevator ritual. The other world sounded... Really intriguing, and I decided to go ahead with the ritual one faithful Saturday evening. I live in a flat on the 11th floor of a building, so despite popular advice, I decided to perform the ritual in my own building, using the elevator I use daily. I walked out of my apartment with a steely resolve and reached the elevator. 
Something in my mind advised me against what I was about to do, but my skepticism got the better of me, and I went on down to the first floor in order to begin with the ritual. As I heard the elevator, as I reached the first floor, it went on with the four, two, six, two, ten, five, one routine. Not a damn thing happened. Although, I have to admit, my heart was in my mouth out of anxiety and anticipation. There was no woman on the fifth floor, and the elevator didn't ascend to the tenth floor as soon as I pressed the button for the first floor. This was a huge ego boost for my skeptic self. I returned to the flat using the same elevator, feeling victorious. However, as the night went on, I just couldn't sleep. I usually have such a hectic day, I'm I'm sound asleep by 11.30pm at max. But something was really off about that night. I twisted and I turned on my bed the whole night and I woke up exhausted and covered in sweat. After my chores, since it was a Sunday, I went out to get some groceries. To my surprise, the damn elevator was out of order. I immediately made the mental connection of the damaged elevator to my performance of the ritual. I got very intrigued. I took the stairs and I went out and got the groceries and had a pretty normal Sunday by all accounts. By 10pm, I was all ready to sleep when I heard a loud and shrill cry outside my door, which was strange as the only other people on my floor were out on vacation. I went out to inspect the noise and I saw wet footprints with a slight maroon tint to them, kind of like mud but slightly redder, like somebody has had a slight cut on their feet after walking in some muddy terrain. I followed the steps out of my stupid curiosity, and to my utter shock, they led to the elevator, which surprisingly was no longer out of order. Something in my mind compelled me to get to the elevator, go to the ground floor, and check out with the security guard who had signed in to visit the 11th floor. And down I went. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, ping. The elevator doors open slower than they usually do, as if unveiling something grand on the fifth floor instead of the lobby I was supposed to go to. A woman with dark hair, wearing a black tattered evening gown, entered the elevator. Something inside me clicked immediately and I wished I could run out of the elevator. However, something in me froze, disabling me from moving. My gaze fixed at her feet and I understood the source of the footprints. Worn and torn skin dangled from her feet as if she was rotting from the inside out. And the smell? Nothing can be even close to it. It was like a bunch of rotting corpses shoved into one person. As I looked up at her, she had a grin on her face, that evil, sinister, spine-chilling grin, which washed away my scepticism forever. At that point, I knew the only way I was getting out of the elevator alive was by completing the damn ritual. I pressed the button for the first floor, and the elevator began ascending upwards. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, As much as I wished to get to the bottom floor and run out for dear life, I had the primal compunction to run out as soon as the doors opened. I now understand why people get off the elevator on the 10th floor. 
despite it being so risky. You just want to get away from the woman. As I ran out, her voice was in my mind. Where are you going, Sammy? Scared shitless, I ran only to discover my utter solitude in the other world. It was like the hallway was endless. I couldn't get away from the elevator no matter how far I ran. I was stuck in some sort of loop. I briefly caught the sky outside to the corner of my eye and saw a reddish sky which I used to treat as a fictional crap upon listening to others' experience of the elevator game. There was even the fabled burning cross in the sky. As soon as I saw it, I couldn't move my gaze away from it, as if in a trance. The cross was laden with limbs and body parts which seemed to have been ripped off of bodies. I summoned all my will, looked away and pressed the button to summon the elevator. To my surprise and contrary to what I read otherwise, the elevator opened up instantly. I got inside and reverse performed the ritual without any interference surprisingly. Down I went to the first floor and cancelled the ascension on time. I rushed out, traumatised, scared and scarred. I took the stairs to the 11th floor to my apartment and crashed senseless on my bed. As soon as my eyes were shut, I was back in the other world. This time, my run was accompanied by her chase and followed by a sudden wake-up. I went through my day as bravely as I could, fearing the inedible night and that if sleep contained. I tried to stay awake as late as possible, but I don't know when, but I fell back asleep and I was there again. This time, she was dead ahead of me. I had no way of escaping. Her long, torn-out finger touched my abdomen. I was completely frozen, like it was proper sleep paralysis. Her finger went through my skin and into my body. I felt a jolt of pain around my abdomen and woke up with a startle. I was burning up. I had a dark red mark on my abdomen, scarred to the marrow. I went to the ER. Internal bleeding, it was. That's when I knew I had to seek help. I went through some cleansing rituals on the internet lying on the ER bed. The pain meds were kicking in. My lightheadedness came with a feeling of despair as I knew I wouldn't wake up from another sleep. I dragged my body to the chapel in the hospital. I prayed to God for the first time in my entire 25 years of life just to keep me alive for one more night. I don't know when I slept. But the next thing I remember was waking up to the sound of the janitor cleaning up the chapel. I realised I had gone through the night unscathed. I immediately checked out of the hospital and brought some sage. Cleansed my entire house, myself and my surrounding premises. It's been a week without any night terrors. However, I constantly feel a presence watching me as I get out of my house and cross the elevator to take the stairs. I know it for a fact that I am alive as long as my faith is. A dramatic reading by yours truly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, what do we think? What do we think about that? That was spine chilling, if you ask moi. Um, Well, the problem, you know, he broke the rules of the game because he clearly said that he looked at the woman on the fifth floor when he was not supposed to do so he looked at her and for whatever reason like we heard in the rules you're not to look at her you do not speak to her you do not look at that bitch um do not look at her in her eye and he did and that is how it turned out for him like and that is the whole thing i was saying is that what happened to eliza lamb <laughs> Oh my god, like imagine if <laughs> Like the police out there looking for that poor girl's body And then there's me being like Did she press a series of elevator numbers on the elevator And get fucking killed by this woman on the fifth floor <laughs> Like imagine me ringing up like the hotline and being like Have you guys, you know, checked the alternative? Is it possible that this missing girl is in the other realm? <laughs> like Sabrina the fucking teenage witch <laughs> Oh my god, why why would my mind, you know, why, why is that the first point of, oh, this girl was probably, you know, sexually assaulted and murdered by some loon? Why is my first instinct to go that I feel like this girl could be trapped in the nether realm? <laughs> it has to be mental illness. It has to be mental illness for, for me to grab onto that as the logical explanation. <laughs> In saying that, okay, in saying that, sorry for it again, I hope that didn't get picked up on the microphone. Um, you know, um, like, I, I, I would feel fucking, I have to say, I would feel a lot of dread if I was going and doing, going into a hotel and doing this with the intention of playing the elevator game. I mean, like, I'm sure, like, the majority of you are going to dismiss this as, you know, hooey. Or whatever. And you, you, you know you're probably right. But I mean. Is there anyone out there that would like. 100% just go do it. I mean like I'm look, I'm saying. You're probably not going to end up in the other realm. Okay. But. Like I feel like if I was doing this by myself. I'd still. I'd still be terrified. I just feel like I would have so much dread. It's this feeling about getting lost in another world. Like I said. The potential of running into this bitch. On, on the fifth floor. Mm -mm. something don't smell good to me on that you know what I found kind of most chilling about that story was the fact that you know even after he had returned this like the woman of the fifth floor was still able to visit him in his dream and like chasing like hoofing after him in his own fucking dream the nerve the absolute nerve for someone like if that lady in the fifth floor was to come into my dream and chase me around the place as if you know what because the thing is Miss Fifth Floor, you were in my dream, okay? You were on my turf. And what I say goes, you know? 
So there, was, there shall be no chasing. Maybe I'm going to chase you for a minute. Because, and if I catch you, and you better run, lady, on the fifth floor, and you better run fast. Because if I do catch you, this is my dream. I control what's happening here. I'm going to control the narrative. And if I do catch you, you know, you're going to use that sinister, spine-chilling mouth to eat this ass. How about that? You know? So maybe the lady on the fifth floor better be afraid of me. Um, but like I said, there is still something very spooky about this. There is something very spooky about this whole elevator urban legend to me. And always has been. I'm not a big fan of elevators. I'm not. Um, but something just didn't sit well with me from that story. Well, you know what? I guess we all have our problems. We all have our crosses to carry. Um, like I shaved my head um, So after doing that I was kind of like Okay you look a mess You look a mess So I was like you need to get your body in shape It was just something I've been telling myself for the last decade And it has never once gotten in shape ever I don't know about you I know I'm sure a lot of you are, are, are very fit people or whatever But I have just never in my life You know I have looked at these people on Instagram in all these people with the six packs and with the with the tight waist and, and the booty and all that and the arms and the legs and, and whatever and the booty um I'm like I don't know what kind of chemical makeup you've got to have in that brain of yours to do that because I don't got that I don't have that driver determination I mean I have plenty of drive and determination but it's like I'm determined not to work out and I'm driving to, you know, McDonald's. <laughs> I just don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have that in me. I don't think. But I'm in, I'm in a fucking agony today. Like, I am crippled. I may as well be like... No, that's rude. I'm always going to say, like, I'm like a paraplegic. But no. Um, but, I mean, maybe. I mean, I can barely move my fucking legs today. When I tell you, right? I was like, I'm really, like, trying to focus on my core right now. I'm trying to work this core. Build some sort of core. Um... Because, like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything in lockdown, okay? And I was like, okay, look, imagine, you know, if I can get this body snatched in time for, like, you know, summer, whenever, 2025, when when we're able to go on holidays again or whatever. <clears throat> and I like, don't tell anyone it. You know, I'm, I'm going to keep it hush-hush. I like, keep this body hush. And then, like, when, like, I'm at the pool with my friends, like, at the villa or wherever, <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, we all go for, like, a, for a dip in the pool, whatever, bottle of champagne on the edge. Um... And then, like, undo the buttons of my shirt. <clears throat> and, like, I have, like, this, like, great bod. And all the lads and all the girls are like, oh, my God, who is she? Kind of a thing, you know? I have that kind of, like, um, gag moment. So I'm really focusing on my core right now. Um, and yesterday I did 100 crunches. Mm-hmm, 100 crunches. And I was also doing something with my legs. Um, it was kind of almost like a pelvic thrust upwards. Now, when I tell you I can't move my fucking legs, I am like immobilized here. I cannot walk. I cannot walk for the life of me. I am literally hobbling around, around this house. I am in fucking agony. And I don't know, I, I think, because I was working the pelvis and, and those muscles have not been worked, let me tell you. In a minute. So, I mean, it's like two fuss, two rusty fucking door hinges hanging off my torso. You know, that's what my legs are. Um, and I don't know. 
like I don't know how people are going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to whip this body in a shape but I gotta I have to at this point um I just don't know I'm finding it very difficult like I said I don't understand the driving determination <clears throat> you know while we're talking about the body I was um re- reading some um old studies um again like I have loads of time but I was reading some old studies about this this doctor called Robert Heath I think it was around back in the in the 50s he was doing like experiments okay and he was like he actually I think it was like maybe Stanford prison in the states he was he, I don't know look I mean the laws were obviously fucked up but he was using inmates for experiments basically especially violent inmates um inmates that maybe suffered from some form of schizophrenia etc um and basically he had like developed this chip and, and chip is, is a very kind word it was basically like these big implants like it was still attached like a fucking wire okay um that they would drill a hole into people's skull and put like these implants in okay into a certain part i can't remember exactly was it the pineal gland or or, or what gland it was in the brain basically it was wherever the dopamine receptors were or the dopamine producers were um and it would gi- they give the patients um the uh, like a little controller with a little button and when they press the button these dopamine sensors like react um and feel amazing and it can cause an orgasm okay get into that get into that um so basically then obviously they saw like a massive um you know kind of plummet in in the violent behavior between these inmates i mean of course because they they could orgasm on a fucking dime they could orgasm on on the drop of a hat like they pressed that button and they came hmm hmm it would make you want to go out and commit some violent crime um it just sounds incredible apparently there was this lady in the study now this this doctor the, the robert Greith very controversial his experiments were very controversial there was this woman apparently okay word on the street um who had that implant and that she she oh my god she was like had within one hour i think was estimated she had depressed it 1500 times so this woman orgasmed 1500 times in the space of an hour okay you know what that smells like you know it queen fucking shit is what it smells like um so apparently she's like getting addicted to it of course to it if you could fucking orgasm every second oh my god i would be in the bed like a literal pile of ash like i would have to be scooped out of that bed uh, or vacuumed up because i would not leave it i would die there i would live and die there um if i could orgasm every second hello imagine i would not eat <laughs> i would not shit i would not sleep i would be coming 24 7 okay <laughs> <laughs> oh the thought of it having a remote that you can press to come anytime you want you would get not I'd, I'd get nothing done nothing done i wouldn't even be able to watch a series on netflix my finger would be a little fucking hoveled stump from pressing that button oh my god well apparently this girl anyway um or lady should i say um had gotten addicted and she was like okay i want it gone i want it gone i, I can't stop pressing it whatever um apparently she had blisters on her fucking fingers from pressing the button so much um and then when they tried to take it off her she like threw a big fit being like no 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 don't take it off me don't take it off me and of course you completely understand like you'd rather give up on your kids than giving up this fucking remote that would let you orgasm on demand you know so i totally get that um but like i said he was meant to be very controversial this guy 
um i remember he had an experiment i think it was like um okay so there's this like gay guy um and think back okay this is like 40s 50s this gay guy um who was like a cop with like a, a small amount of marijuana and he was being arrested so i think the doctor was like working with the law enforcement and was like if you um kind of work alongside this doctor with the experiment i think you know we'll be able to waive the legal charges basically i mean he was fucking had his hand forced into the thing so this doctor anyway you know drilled the hole in his head put these implants in um and this was part of this doctor's research into gay conversion therapy um and like showed him like porn i guess like heterosexual porn um and then was like stimulating this guy's brain you know with the with the porn and he said that he cured this guy of his homosexuality and then even like brought in as part of the research brought in a, a prostitute a female prostitute into the mix and made her have sex with this gay stoner and then the doctor was like i've cured homosexuality um i mean i don't know if he did or not okay he was giving this guy orgasms um so yeah it was very controversial a lot of testing on animals and stuff as well it was not great now the one of the interesting things is apparently the cia the american cia was working with this guy and apparently his research played a lot into this i don't know if you guys heard of it but it's this whole um mk ultra kind of thing basically this um well basically it's with the cia in america they have done an extensive research and this is all online you know so you, you can you can check this for yourself but they've done extensive research into the whole um study of mind control and that kind of thing and i'm sure they've made leaps and bounds since the since the 40s and 50s um this guy also this doctor was able to kind of reverse i guess this technology and was able to target parts of the brain which were like our pain receptors you know rather than the, the dopamine and the happy places of the brain and was able to put people in extensive amounts of pain also um which of course you know working alongside alongside the cia of course you know that technology when they're you know torturing people as they do um was also used that i mean i just i would like one of those buttons i would like one of those buttons um uh, <laughs> even thinking about it but it's true though would you get anything done no you wouldn't i'd be a fucking skeleton i'd be a fucking raisin okay i'd die of dehydration because there'd be fluids everywhere every fucking where you wouldn't even be able to step foot on the floor okay is all i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm sorry what even was this conversation um and to finish the elevator game i think that is something that i'd like to do i'd actually like to take jenny and fucker <laughs> i'd actually like to take jenny over to to downtown la um and take her to that cecil hotel okay that we were talking about earlier and i would like to fuck her <laughs> and i'd like to do that elevator game now you can only do one at a time so i'd let jenny do it first um but i still i still would be up for trying the elevator game i still would be up for trying that elevator game for sure um how long are we recording? Oh, 37 minutes. Okay, I guess we can nearly finish up there. Um, I've been getting a couple of emails about topics that you guys would like to hear discussed on Mind Poppers. Um, the email is down below, but it's um, mindpopperspod at gmail.com. If you want to say anything 
Um, if you want anything, you want me to look into something, you know. Um, I got a couple of emails. One of them was about exorcisms in Ireland, which is interesting. But I think we kind of have covered that before. I'm sure I did something on that Irish priest who does the exorcisms. I'm sure I did that. And then another person wanted me to talk about Glee. You for real? <laughs> Deep dive into Glee. I did not watch that shit. Okay, I did not watch that shit. Um, so I have nothing to say, but I have no interest in Glee. I'm sorry. Um, but we will not be exploring Glee unless one of them goes on some sort of like serial killer rampage. Then we can discuss Glee, but not right now. In the meantime, stay woke. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 